and welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I am Amanda Lauren, and I am with my co-host, Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are on the line with Simonetta Lean, who is... I mean, if you don't know who she is, where are you? Who are you? Are you living <laughs> under a rock? <laughs> like, do I really have to explain? Okay. Okay. Allie will explain for, like, the three people listening who don't know. <laughs> so, uh, Simonetta Lane is an amazing influencer. She was named Top 100 by many major publications. She is an Morse, author. Call it. <laughs> she is an author. Um, she has her own show. She is the president of the Wishwall Foundation. She's just so many incredible things. I mean, is there any more of an introduction that's needed? <laughs> How are you, love? I'm good. You two are so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for coming on. I'm so happy. Actually, I'm here in my beautiful Philadelphia, and it's so great to be connected via this beautiful podcast. Yes, we're so happy to have you on. So, you. Um, you know, before we get into questions, we just kind of want you to really get into who you are and everything about you for those that don't know you and, you know, that will, of course, start following you after this podcast. The three under the rock. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm, first of all, I'm a hard worker. I mean, I work like crazy. I'm very, very blessed to be in America. I am an immigrant. I came from a beautiful country, which is Italy, three years ago. And uh, this country gave me so many opportunities. I am a millennial, and I actually been blessed to be um, recently invited in the YEC, which is a Young Entrepreneur Council. It's an uh, only, invitation-only council for only entrepreneurs, millennial entrepreneurs. Uh, there are only 1,500 in the country. So, you know, it's been an honor seeing that, you know, again, I came here by myself, me and my husband. At that time, it was not even my husband. Uh, we have been together for 10 years living in Italy, and then we said, okay, let's just, you know, go. And in three years, uh, really, things are, you know, going amazing. Like you said, um, I've been named by Forbes Entrepreneur. It's one of the 100 top uh, fashion influencers, fashion icon, uh, social media icon. I mean, they're all, like, huge names. I'm like, really? Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm just, you know, I really work hard. Uh, I, uh, we established also the Wishwell Foundation. Uh, we established an LLC, which I, you know, used to do a lot of uh, my business related as a uh, social media entrepreneur. So, you know, I have to say that it's been very, very hard because of course, leaving, you know, uh, your country, your friends, your family, everything. I mean, it was literally me and my husband with, you know, our pets and our dogs. But we, you know, we just decided to do it, and, uh, you know, I'm here while I'm talking with you, you know, my beautiful home in Philadelphia, and I know, you know, uh, that you can make it. I mean, if I did it, and trust me, I mean, we we literally got a fixer offer and fixed it and, you know, reached our business. Of course, you know, I definitely I was blessed also in Italy. I had, you know, a very interesting career, was, of course, already... Um, working in entertainment. I actually really started as a model, as an actress. But, you know, of course, coming uh, to the U.S., first of all, I had to change my language, right? Because I was <laughs> uh, in Italian, doing myself in Italian, so I had to change everything. And it was kind of a, you know, shock when I say to people what I did in three years. I mean, first of all, I get surprised, you know? It's like that when you challenge yourself, like, you're like, oh, my goodness, really? I did this? Sometimes I have to pinch myself. 
but yes, um, we've been blessed, very, very blessed. And so, I mean, we decided to stay in Philadelphia for uh, many reasons, and I'm also proud of it. I mean, I'm a little bit, you know, the underdogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not underdogs anymore because we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I became actually a, a fan. I mean, I'm an Italian that became a fan of American football. I had no idea about anything about American football, but, you know, fly, go fly. <laughs> so that's it. That's a little bit about me. That's amazing. And I love that you said, you know, that it is, you know, it is hard and that you, you know, work hard every day because Amanda and I talk about this a lot on our podcast and other podcasts we've been on, other guests we've had, how people just think everything happens overnight. And it never does. Exactly. And it's a lot of hard work. And what you think you see on social media is a result of everything they've been doing and not that it just happened. Absolutely. And people think that you just post and look pretty. Oh, yes. Right. In another life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So much work. Of course, if you want to be a professional, I mean, literally, of course, you know, the millennial generation invented this new, you know, profession with social media, but it's a, a legit profession. I mean, you work 23 hours out of 24, pretty much. And it's very important, I think, that we start to say it, you know. With, I know that on social media there are those people say, hello. I mean, it never happened to me. I have to say that I always say that, you know, your vibe attracts your vibe, your tribe. So, you know, I'm very blessed. My, my tribe is very nice in general. But you can see, you know, those comments sometimes. Hey, why, why don't you find a normal job or something like that? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. But it, it, it is it is uh huge work I mean and of course especially you have to understand that if you work on social media I mean you are your own brand you are your you are you know an entrepreneur so everything about you has to be you know projected outside the way that you want it so working about your brand working about you know how you 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 do projects how you want also to you know maybe you envision your mission your legacy to me all these things are very important it's not just you know again the post it's like you know uh, what am I leaving you know so I'm really trying always whenever I do something to think about the future and think about what I could uh, you know contribute and I think that it's very important as also as a message because we do have an impact you know social media is amazing and you do have an impact Absolutely. Um, and I mean, your social media is just in, insane. Like I mean, we were looking at your followers. Um, hashtag goals. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say is, um, been one of the keys to success with your own social media account? Uh, quality. Um, I, so a lot of people say, how do you look always so perfect? Well, I, I if you see me, my, I mean, if you will, you know, be here with me right now, I'm going to be my PJ. <laughs> I'm a very normal girl. It's just that when I work, I work seriously. So, you know, to me, of course, I have my own message. To me, my Instagram is about inspiration and my unique way of style. Uh, and, of course, empowering women as much as I can. So every time that I put a picture, I really try to think, okay, what I am, I am communicating. And so a lot of work, really trying to find the right collaboration. I'm not just, and this is me. I'm not saying that anybody else, you know, is doing it wrong. But my keys, again, every picture has been studied. I thought about the, the, you know, the outfit. I thought about the location. I thought about how visually it will go 
uh, you know, with the rest, I always think that my Instagram, it is my own magazine. So, you know, I come from Vanity Fair. When I was in Italy, that was uh, one of the biggest things that I did. I was an influencer for Vanity Fair Italy. And, you know, I've been, <laughs> I've been taught by the best. I mean, Condonato really taught me how to, you know, present everything at, at top quality. And I think that nowadays, uh, again, social media opened the doors for, you know, everybody, of course. And I think that we got to the point that we can totally mix the new era, I would say, with the old school. You know, I think it's important to not forget the old school and the quality, the, you know, just knowing your stuff, right? Uh, but, of course, in a more, I would say, innovative and new way, I would say. Yeah, no, that's incredible. And can you tell us more about the Wishwall Foundation? And for we people- love that you're doing this. We think you're doing such important work. Thank you, thank you. I mean, it's uh, so this year actually we've been uh, focusing in launching the uh, show through Amazon Prime, and then um, we we're finished with we're finishing uh, the Wishwall that we did in Philadelphia, sorry, in Washington. So the first one was done, of course, we're talking about the physical wish wall because we have also an online wish wall where people go and they can put uh, their wishes there. And everyone, you know, asks me, what type of wishes? I mean, there are first wishes that are more uh, inspirational, I would say, and others that are more concrete. And I've been, you know, really blessed by seeing a lot of them come true. Others, you know, just, uh, you know, I would say people that put them there and wrote me after a couple of months saying, you know, after I wrote it, you know, things started to, you know, get shaped because actually that was my very first intention. I know how wishes are powerful. And that's why actually my my first novel was about the power of wishes. You know, whenever you write them down, you, you give them a shape, then things start to make sense because, you know, you, first of all, you have to understand what you are wishing for. Right. And, uh, so that's, that's the first part, so online. But then there was also this physical uh, wish wall part. We did one in Philadelphia, then we did one on, in Marlton, New Jersey, for actually Christina Greeny, which is the, the singer that, um, unfortunately, she was shot in, uh, in Orlando two years ago. I don't know if you guys remember her. She was so talented. She, she, I think she, she got second at The Voice, and unfortunately, it was a tragedy. So we decided to dedicate this wish wall to her. She was born and raised in, in uh, Marlton, New Jersey. And we did that for her and for the community. And then the third one, uh, third one was done in Washington, D.C., um, with the NIAF, which is the National Italian American Foundation. And we are finishing that one because it's a long process. You know, when, when you do the event, people come, they put their wishes up, but then you, it, it, to me, becomes a piece of art. And so we have to, you know, bring it back and work on it so that it will, uh, I would say, will stay as much permanent as possible, you know because I really envision it like something that will become part of the city. So uh, actually uh, next week, if everything goes right, it will go. It's right now it's in Philadelphia. It will be shipped again in Washington. It will become a permanent structure in the city of Washington, D.C. is, you know, uh, really um, uh, something that will show that, you know, something, a, a, a wall that it's, you know, bring something positive. It's possible, I would say. That's amazing. Let me ask you, what are the wishes, what are the most interesting wishes that you've granted? So it's, uh, this question, it's a little bit tough for me because the, the most empowering one is, um, 
when this mother came actually for the a wish ball in Philadelphia and she put up a wish for her daughter that was killed in a hit and run accident. And um, I had no idea about the story. It was actually a very famous story in the city. Um, she told me, you know, help me to catch the killer. So, of course, it was, you know, <laughs> I'm not, a, you know, a cop. I'm not, you know, part of the government. Like, uh, what can I do this? How can I do this? But I thought, okay, the first thing that I can do maybe is, uh, like, help you so that your daughter will not be forgotten. And so that was the first uh, part of my strategy, I would say, because I always say, you know, wishes are just, the intention. And then, you know, you need a strategy, you need a focus, you need a goal. And so my goal was to, first of all, help them um, so that, again, people will not uh, forget their daughters. And so I was able in two months to have this tree where this girl um, was raised, uh, renamed after her name. And so that was, you know, pretty much something that, again, I still pinch myself because I, I cannot believe it. She it, it, was killed, unfortunately, two, two days before Christmas. And um, we did the wish wall in September when Pope Francis came. So imagine we, we had pretty much two months. And I remember I have friends, uh, actually, uh, at the city hall, and they told me there's no way that you're going to rename a street in not even, like, pretty much two months. But we did it. And so that was like, you know, again, uh, incredible. And then the second part was that um, with, uh, again, even there, I put, you know, my, my brain, I said, okay, what is the reward here to, to, to catch this killer? It's like not even $5,000 or something similar. I said, no one will talk with that for that amount of money. You know, we need more. And so we were able to put more money together around $15,000. And then finally, after an exact year, uh, someone finally, you know, spoke up and they knocked at our door and say, you know, we got him. So I went to the trial with them and he's in jail. So that was, you know, something that, <laughs> I mean, to me that, I mean, I have so many, but to me that is something that, I, you know, is so dear to my heart. And then of course, thinking about wishes that I would like to grant, I'm like, how can I find another story like this? You know, that was still something that I myself cannot believe it happened. I mean, it was a true miracle. You know, and so, and it also is beautiful that we create a beautiful relationship with this family. I mean, they became a little bit a part of my, you know, American family since again, I don't have, you know, my family here. I'm alone. So it's, it's nice, you know, that you can touch some hearts of people that I actually never met. But, you know, and, and this is something that is so important. So I'm actually, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my next call. I mean, as the wish maker, really, you know, I enjoy, and this is absolutely true, I enjoy when, of course, I'm human. I'm not God. But, you know, when I can do something, it makes me happy. That's why I do it. Yeah, and that's amazing. I mean, the fact that you, you know, are able to grant those wishes and help with something so terrible as that and be a part of it, I'm sure the family really appreciated. And, you know, I think it just speaks as a testament to you and who you are as an individual and what you're trying to do with the wish wall. And I think it's just incredible. I mean, I was a part of one of your wishes a while back yes, when yes, you had, yes, yes. Uh, can you tell that story? So uh, you're talking about the story about the girl, right? Yes. Because you did a couple of things for us. Uh, I did. Ali yeah, is did. very generous. He actually 
donated uh, first. She donated uh, a meet and greet with her and, you know, uh, someone that, you know, met her and uh, she styled this person. And so that was, you know, a a first uh, experiment that we did. And that was very nice. And then the second part was done with um, a girl from Syria that uh, she has this dream of uh, using makeup as her form of expression. And the thing is that a lot of people don't know, and that's what she was explaining to us, that in her country, if you are a woman and you want to pursue the type of career, I mean, it's not that you are completely uh, marginalized, but pretty much so. I mean, she, she was saying that, you know, if you really want to, if you are a woman and you want to work with makeup, you're considered kind of, I don't know, like something that I want to say here, like not a nice word, you know, like really. And so she, she really wants to do it to kind of send a message uh, to, you know, all those girls that, I mean, there's something wrong with art and, uh, you know, with makeup and it's just an inner country that's, you know, the view and with all the respect, but of course that's, you know, pretty limiting. And so I, I felt, you know, compelled by her story. And so we try to, you know, give her as much advice and as much help as possible, you know, to um, help her to pretty much have her YouTube, you know, going on because, of course, that's her uh, first thing. And so Ali intervened and, you know, spoke with her and, and tried to, you know, give her tips and advice to, again, have her a little bit, you know, going and learning. And she was very, very happy about it. Hey, Allie, you know what happened to me at the drugstore the other day? Oh, God, another drugstore story. Do I want to even know? No, it's, you do, you do. It was really bad. So I was trying to buy deodorant because I ran out, so I went to the store, okay? I'm smelling okay. every single deodorant. They all smell like, you know, when you go get your car wash and they give you that, like, tree thing to hang in your dashboard? Oh, don't remind me. They smell like a foot. <laughs> Stop. They really smell like It's like baby powder, fresh. No, it's None worse of it's than fresh. that. It's, it's so, yeah, it's not fresh. It's so gross. And let me tell you, I have a baby. It does not smell like baby powder. It is seriously like, I don't even know. It's like a foot. Like, it just smells so bad. No deodorant can smell like that. It's terrible. It smells, it's like chemical factory. <laughs> Pretty much. It's so bad. It's the worst. Um, but you know what? Wait, and then after that, okay, so I bought the deodorant. Do you know how long okay. I waited in line? Oh, God, I don't even want to know. Half an hour to buy one. Oh, my God. I was, that's why I'm behind on everything. It was, it was a nightmare. But I recently discovered something that would definitely change the scent game and the going to the drugstore game. It is called Miro, and it is a game changer. It's a natural deodorant with a custom blend of essential oils that release over time to keep you fresh and Ooh. to keep you extra dry. And it's really good scents, which are nice because, like, who wants to smell like a foot, no, tree, or a factory? <laughs> I don't want to. You don't want to. Who who does? Um, it's so cool. So you choose your case and then you get to choose the color. If you need something for an Instagram flat lay, my rodeo, it pops. 
and it looks super cute in your bathroom. And they have a subscription service, so you can get a refresh every three months delivered straight to your door, conveniently time for when most people run out of deodorant, so you don't have to wait in line like I did, like a moron. That's so genius. I love that. So you literally just choose your case and choose your color. That's really genius. And then I'm reading that you can switch your sense. You can press a pause or stop literally anytime you want. So it's like a no-brainer. You just get deodorant to your door. And like you said, it's all natural, which I love because you know me. After having a baby, I am like no toxic anything, no way. So it's 0% aluminum, 0% parabens. I love that. The ingredients are all clinically tested for safety and efficiency. And I love the fact that it's a refillable case. And like you said, food and sparing scents that are good for you and the planet we live on. Because the case is refillable and Myra refills reduced plastic waste by almost 50% versus a typical drugstore dealer who just doesn't care. So you're doing good and feeling good, which should honestly be an everyday thing, right? So just like your deodorant, like it should just be good. You should feel good. That's a no-brainer. So, I mean, I just, I love this. You know, it's even better. What? Going to mymyro.com and getting literally vlogettes. We've got you the deal of the century. You go to mymyro.com slash lazypod. Use promo code lazypod for 50% off. Shut up. I know. No, so you get started for just $5. That's like a quarter of a latte. That's amazing. I mean, 50% off your first order, like, hello, you go to visit mymymyro.com, you mymymyro.com slash lazypod, you use the promo code lazypod, and you literally are just in with a brand new deodorant with essential oil galore. You get a refresh every three months. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. You don't have to be like Mandalorian and be stuck at the drugstore. Like an idiot. So be smart. <laughs> Go to mymyro.com backslash lazypod, promo code lazypod. Amazing. I'm so excited for this. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, My Myro, for being an amazing sponsor. Yeah. And I think it's amazing how you, you know, like when you asked me to do it, like I got to be involved in something like that and help, you know, a girl like that. And I think it's incredible that you do that all the time and you find different public figures and celebrities and people that are willing to, you know, work with you on these wishes and make these things happen. And like, you know, there really isn't, you know, much like it, of course, as you know, make a wish, which is, you know, for, for you know, children, you know, who have cancer and yes. are, dying and everything. But other than that, I haven't heard of that many, you know, foundations that really try to just grant different wishes for different reasons and really try to help um, others and just give that positivity to the community. So I think it's really amazing. It's so important. Thank you so much. You know, I really try, like I said before, to me, life is, you know, it's so short and we have, we have possibilities, even if they're not like, as I said, that story that I told you before, wow, it's, you know, I still, again, cannot believe it, but there are even, you know, small things that I see that I do, you know, daily that all we can do daily, you know, being kind, being really, you know, um, I don't know, like support the community. We can do a lot of things. And that's the message, the, 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 first message that I wanted to launch with the Wishwell Foundation, right? Yes, we can all do huge things. And I, I proved it that, I mean, if I, I mean, I, 
I'm still not even American. We'll see. Maybe next year we'll be able to apply for citizenship. We'll see. But right now I'm an Italian citizen in a, you know, <laughs> in a foreign country. And I was able to rename a street. And I think it's the fourth largest city in America, Philadelphia. So, you know, it is possible. If you really want to do something, it is possible. And so that is, you know, something I'm very proud of. On the other hand, you know, everyone can do small things and pay forward, you know, starting from social media, helping each other or, you know, from your neighbors or, you know, with, with your family and your friends. It's very important that we remember also, you know, small things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and like you said, small things and, you know, small kindness. Acts of kindness are really important. They are. It's, I have to tell you, there's so much negativity on social media lately and I can't, I can't stand it. I find it, it makes me anxious. Like I'll see people being attacked on Twitter and then I'm like, but if you attack someone on social media, how does that benefit you? Like who has time for this? Why are you why are you doing this? And there is a difference between maybe like, and like I'll occasionally make a little bit fun of someone or a headline, but it's never like one, I never tag them Two, except for Jax Taylor once. <laughs> um, and it's never like mean or, or malicious. And I, I just, you know, I just have to say that like, I think we all need to make an effort as people to not be jerks, to just like Definitely. realize that attacking someone on Twitter, it doesn't, is, do it doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't help anything. It just makes, it just, it's so like, it's just so like this whole thing that happened and I haven't talked about it on the podcast and maybe I'm going to bite myself. I'm going to regret saying this, but I probably won't. I felt like people really attacked Chris Hardwick. And I feel like they didn't know the whole story. And then the whole story came out. But I remember that day because Chris Hardwick has personally been a huge inspiration to me. And I'm just like, I don't know how to think. I don't know how to feel. But all I know is I don't know the whole story right now. And people are attacking someone who I I know from listening to him for hours and reading his book and, you know, other things that, like, this is a good person. So before we go and attack, before we form opinions, let's have all the information before we act like jerks. Absolutely. And also just like, you know, I completely agree with you. And also just in in general, like don't assume you know someone just because you follow them on social media, just because you see what they're doing or posting. Like Simonetta said, like people don't realize like that you take your time to curate that content and you put things together and you do things to, you know, put for your business for who you are and you know what you're into and it's like it he doesn't give you well, any but, right to judge but that and being come after said someone. though it doesn't give you right to judge but I feel like as someone who I don't judge people from their social media but if there's someone who like I've been listening to their podcast or I've read their books well I probably know them more than the people who are attacking oh them. absolutely no yeah for sure but I'm just saying like, never don't, to judge don't, someone don't just judge on and don't assume media. and and be kind like what's the point of like being like rude there is no point you guys are so right. The thing is that unfortunately we cannot control, you know, what people do, and uh, unfortunately things happen. So if I can give a, a small tip that I've learned, uh, you know, in this um, again, <laughs> journey, I mean, I personally do never get involved. I will suggest you to not do not get involved because again, life is so short. It's absolutely not worth it. It's just social no. media, and if someone is so mean. I block them. I'm sorry. I just do that. You want to be mean? 
I blocked you. I'm sorry. Is it like we 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 reached that level? We need to, you know, per, like really save our integrity, save our good vibes. It's just not worth it. So unfortunately, it does happen again. I'm I'm a strong believer that your vibe attracts your tribe. So you know, always send out positivity. Of course, if that is what you want, if you like arguments, that's totally fine. You know, I don't judge anybody. There are people that like like it. I'm, I don't. Yeah, I don't get that. I. I don't. I don't understand. I think it. if they like it, they have their own in, personally. No. They have their own insecurities and their own issues. It's, oh, completely. Oh, yeah. I had someone attack. I. I don't want to say who it was, and it's not even easy to find out. But someone really attacked me and my family on Twitter a few years ago, and mm-hmm. this person was just really malicious, didn't know the whole story, and was like a person of authority. And I was just like, "Are, are you kidding? Like." are you kidding me? And then I heard her on a podcast a few years later and then apologized for, because she knew that I blocked her, um, Mm. apologized for doing this. And I was just like, this is such a joke. I'm just waiting for this person to to email me to apologize. And you know what? She never emailed me to apologize. And her, her apology was insincere because a public apology is not the same thing as a private one. No, I agree with that. And, and it was also to save face for her. It was also to save face for her, but I don't, eh, you know, it really wasn't because it's so funny. Like, you know, Anna David, who's a friend of mine and a New York Times bestselling author and was on this podcast. Yes, she was. Gave me the mo- told me the best thing about um, internet bullies, which is that mm-hmm. it doesn't say if someone is attacking you on social media, it doesn't really say anything about you, but it does say a whole lot about them. This is true. Of course. And it made me, and I was, you know, just, it was, I was having a stressful moment and I never thought about it that way. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And you know what? I don't, and you know what? It, It does. It shows that like, there's no reason to spread negativity. Now, like, look, there's outrage, there is upset, there are things that happen, but to personally attack someone for no reason, or like the Ariana Grande, how people attacked her for Mac Miller's death, I'm like, this doesn't get anyone anywhere. This doesn't do anything. I was, I felt so bad for her to to be in that situation and to deal with internet bullies. I mean, I just don't know people's thought process or how they live with themselves, frankly. I know. I feel so sorry for them. I mean, I try sometimes to see these people that go crazy one after the other. I feel so sorry for them. I mean, their lives would be so miserable. But we're lucky. We can, you know, at least see them and take them far away from us. No, exactly. Please. It's just, it's so, and it's so sad. Like, I almost sometimes yeah. feel worse for the people attacking people because I it's like, how sorry sad is that. your life that mm-hmm. this is something yeah. that's like the highlight of your day? Like, you literally have nothing you better nothing to, to do. do. Yeah, nothing else to do. Then and I was telling Amanda to too, and like, now that I'm a mom, like, it's a whole, oh like, God. another world for me. And it's so, like, it's upsetting and scares me for, like, Amelia when she's older because I'm just like, People are just harsh. People are just mean. Like there needs to be more of, like you said, the kindness and things like the wish wall that bring good into our world and and cheer each other on and do right for each other instead of tearing everyone down. Absolutely. The good thing is that, see, we are talking. What I see is that, yes, there is a lot of craziness, 
but there's a lot of people that are realizing it and they're actually speaking up and they're, you know, trying really to show something more than, you know, mere action. I mean, they're really, they're really doing it. I don't know how to say, I mean, sometimes, you know, you see people and you think they're just, I don't know, um, showing something instead like I really see a lot of people are doing something so many I mean they're really trying their best to change um, change or transform or bring something positive to the society in many forms and a lot of people are showing up and I think we have to you know endorse that part of uh, you know this historical moment uh, in general I mean I think that uh, there's a big crisis in general in the world right? As, as humans, we are a little bit lost. Uh, but on the other hand, again, we need, you know, we, we need the black and white. We need the, 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 the two aspects of light. We need the light and the, and the dark. And there is a lot of light in the dark that is coming up because without the dark, we could not, you know, we, we were like kind of dormant, you know? Instead no, I, I, see. I agree. And it's, look, I mean, like what, you know, it's so funny. Like we touched on this before, but it's like a lot of people think that things happen overnight and they, they just, they just don't, you know, it's like when I started, cause I write for Forbes and I cover, um, I'm a contributor and I cover, you know, decor and homes mm-hmm. and everyone is like, Oh, how did you just like get to write for Forbes? I didn't get to just write for Forbes. I spent five years writing for everyone else. Then I got to of write. <laughs> Although I did get the job. Thank pretty quickly. you. Hello. And so many unpaid jobs. Let's say it. I mean, you, you, everyone like it's, it's hard, you know, you do it, you do it, you do it. Many times they don't pay you until you get it. I mean, that's another message that I want to say a little bit of humility you know I see a lot of I mean again I'm I'm so young I'm a millennial but though I see of course even younger folks that they want it right there you know like they're 20 years old and they want it right there you know perfect for them so I have no idea how much I did you know to get to this point I'm maybe 10 years older than you I mean there's just steps in life you have to do it like everybody else And let me tell you, even then when you're doing things, it's not fun all of the time. Like even when I'm doing things I love, there are parts of it that I don't, that I don't enjoy that I'm just like, you could be super passionate about something. Like I love to style and you know me, like I love to style people, make people feel good. But there's still times where it's like, there's so much to do and there's so much pressure and there's so many things. And you're like, I love this and I'm so grateful to be doing it, but I'm still exhausted. I would like, but but if we could just do this a little bit more efficiently, that would be awesome. Totally. (laughs) That's so true. Yep, it's so true. And I mean, what would you say, Sonata, like, you know, to wrap things up so we know you have to go and we have to go. What um what would you say, you know, are some takeaways that people can, you know, take away from you and also like, you know, what we can look to see from you in the near future? So like I said before, work hard, uh, try really to deliver uh, quality. I, I'm like the, a big uh, support of quality over quantity. Uh, again, there are, you know, different schools, but that is me. I mean, do not just post something uh, do, or enjoy, do not just do something just to do it. You know, I think that again, we are in, especially right now in a moment where everything matters, you know, your words matter, your action matters, your images matter. 
whatever it's behind matters. So in general, what I really would like to pass on is, you know, the people would uh, be more present in what they do and thinking that, again, even in, on social media, like a comment matters, you know, like kindness matters. And so definitely that's what I want uh, people to expect from me. Um, definitely from a job point of view, um, uh, again, I'm expanding. I'm, I will still, you know, keep on writing for my uh, various publication. I, I'm committing a, a lot to also expand um, my fashion into, I would say, again, I, I come from Europe. Now I'm in America. Now I, I want to kind of re-englobate everything. So it's very possible that I will do some big projects uh, next fashion week in London. So That's um, amazing. <laughs> it's you know it's like and again you know think about your brand uh, wh- whatever you are doing out there that it's your brand right it's you and so think about the things that you're doing and so that for instance for me I, you know I, I'm I'm thinking you know like you like we were saying before if you see a post of me knowing that knowing that there's so much work behind it and so much where am I going next. You know, so if I can give an advice, you know, your career is like a, you know, it's it's a it's something that you have to really ponder and and think, and and that is the beauty, I think. You know, you can you can absolutely create your life, and you can create your career, and you can create, you know, your future. Again, it's not instant, like we were saying before. It doesn't happen overnight. Never, never. <laughs> But, you know, always definitely think where you are right now and where you see yourself, at least in six months and a year, maybe it's even better. And so, again, I I see myself, so I will definitely, you know, keep on working on my TV show and other projects. And definitely I want to uh, re-internalize, how do you say, internationalization of my brand? (laughs) Yeah, no, completely. And I think that that's a great place to, you know, like wrap it up with you because that's so inspiring and so true. It's like, look at where you're going, look at what's in front of you, know that you're still building, know that it takes time for anything great to be built. And like you said, like, look at six months, look at a year, look at all those things and know that you're going in the right direction and, and, and keep that faith and, and keep it going. So thank you so much for being such an inspiration for us today. Thank you, and and thank you so thank you. much for joining us. Yeah. And go ahead and come with yourself. Wait, wait, you have to come up when you, next time you're in LA, you need to do this IRL. Oh yeah. Come in your life. Yes, sure. absolutely. Absolutely. We actually yeah, never met. You, you we actually person. Yes, exactly. Um, plug your social media and all your uh, handles and we'll put it in the show notes as well. Okay. Okay. So yeah. What are your social media handles and we'll have it in the show oh, notes as yes, well. Yes. Right now. Oh yes. yes sure. Please. So my name is her name. So Simonetalin. So S I M O N E double T A L E I N. So same thing. Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. Instagram, Twitter, everything. And we will put everything in the show notes. And as we always say, fabulous. fabulous. Bye. 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 both. How to chain Fonda. One, two, three, four. Get your booty on the dance floor. Work it out. Shake it, little mama. Let me see you do the chain Fonda. Five.